0: Welcome to the Radio Plasma podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. I'm Johan Reshi Vega. Today we're going to talk about how technology is a tool to make communication and information more accessible to all of us especially since the Internet has become the universal tool for the exchange of information. That is the reason for an event that has been happening for several years, and we're going to talk about PodCAM Western Mass, the ninth edition. For that, we have a special guest today. I want to welcome to the Plasma Media Lab studio, Kerry Baker. Hey. Welcome and thank you for, for joining us today, and yeah, let's talk a little bit about The PodCamp, which is something for some people, maybe still something new. But like I mentioned, it is something that has been going on for quite a while already.
1: Well, first, I want to thank you for allowing me to come on your show and talk about this. This is something that has been around since 2006. So it's been around for a while.
0: How a PodCamp started. What is a PodCamp? For people who may be thinking, okay, what is this type of event? What is it and how it began?
1: That's a good question. So PodCamp started out as a way for people who, mostly bloggers, that wanted to do podcasting. People who heard about podcasting and podcasting, uh, some of you may know, became very popular with uh, iTunes and other ways of communications online where people were be able to get their content out uh, in addition to writing. So PodCamp came along by two founders out of the Boston area who went to a camp called BarCamp way back in, I think it was 2005. And there were pod events or pod conferences, podcasting conferences going on out in California, and they just thought it was way too much work to put on a big event like they put on in California. As we know, there's a lot more people in California. There's a lot of bigger things happening in California because the weather's always good. Well, that isn't the case here. (laughs) So they put on a pod camp for podcasting, and they call it an on-conference. So basically what an on-conference is, is different than a conference where you have a keynote speaker and you have tracks all laid out in advance. An on-conference kind of happens the day of. Sometimes you may have a keynote speaker ahead of time, but mostly not. It's more of a community-driven activity. So that's kind of, in a way, how I got started.
0: Unconference, meaning pretty much anything could happen. Right. And yes. this is the magic of this event because it is, like you said, community driven, and then people who attend share what they know, but also share what they don't know in order to make a common ground with other people who are maybe more experienced or less experienced as well. And everybody shared a little bit of their own knowledge and experiences in order to get what is going on with technology, what is going on with the trends of creating podcasting, what are the uses, what are the achievements, or what are the goals of this completely uncharted land.
1: Exactly. And what's interesting about it is uh, I think that in 2000, the late 2000, 2006, 2007, Uh, when it was primarily happening in Boston area. Well, also it was happening actually all over the world. So it started in Boston and then it branched all over the world, Copenhagen, Spain, uh, the Netherlands, and also the United States and Canada. It is a great way to share experiences with with people who know more and people who don't know a lot because it is not that sort of top-down type of conference. It's more of a horizontal, if you will, way of of learning and communication. And it's a great networking uh, way to sort of meet people because there are people of all ages that come and it's not just for the young and a lot of older people are also there. So there's a lot of uh, people who feel that, you know, I'm too old to learn technology and be online. That's just not the case, especially when you come to a pod camp
0: and this brings the the next question about what type of person will be interested in attending to the pod camp because of course we are making this mention to people involved or interested in creating media content podcasting technology exchange of information but this is definitely something that is open to all type of different industries and markets
1: yes I would I think that it's great, especially for educators who may not do so much of the technology themselves, but they have kids or students who are in technology, and it's a great way for them to have conversations or have curriculum or you know, sort of bend the pedagogy to work more towards their world because uh, the kids are growing up with technology. There's no way around it and it's great if you can learn that. So I think teachers is, is one uh, type of people. I think also government, it would be great if government showed up more because uh, I think that learning how technology works with government is also great, and it's also great for uh, the community to sort of network with the government in that way. Um, young kids, uh, kids in high school, kids in college, I know they feel that they probably know all there is to know about technology, but there's also this other thing that happens in technology when you get into the workforce. You do have to do things differently than when you're kind of in your own, uh, chatting with your own friends or doing your Facebook thing. So I think that is one way. And also solopreneurs, mom and pop businesses, and people who want to not necessarily feel that they want to know all this technology or use the technology, but just be aware that it's out there.
0: So this is the ninth edition uh, happening this year. I assume with the changes happening with the technology and the tendencies and the use of the social media and other sources, how this podcast has been evolving since its inception?
1: Right. So that's perfect. So. I think that all of the PodCamps started out with primarily podcasting. And that was their main focus, was trying to talk about technology, talk about how to get your podcast out there, how to get more likes or people to download your podcast. That was the big emphasis on it. But as technology does change, so does everything else. And PodCamp, we're stuck with the word, PodCamp. It has changed, so there's a, there's a lot more that's going on now with social media, and that is probably, I would say, 75% of what is talked about at PodCamp, I would say last PodCamp. This PodCamp, I don't know what's going to be there, it may be different. That's what's great, because there may be something different about it. For instance, in the last, I would say, couple of years, it was becoming very popular now, is SAS, S-A-S-S, which is, means Software as a Solution. Um, I think that is a new thing that is uh, very popular now. Used to what happened was you would download your application to either your, your mostly your computer, and you would run it off your computer. Now, a lot of applications are in the cloud, so you basically are connected to the internet and you're running things from there. So I suspect that maybe this year that conversation may be talked about.
0: Yeah, between the access to the cloud and the possibilities that unfolds now is a lot of more collaborative work that can happen uh, pretty much from anywhere in the world. Right. So yeah, definitely, like you said, it's possibly one of the, the most important tendencies that are going to be addressed during during this edition of the PodCamp Western Mass. What do you feel are some of the most biggest accomplishments by this initiative?
1: I guess I I, I have to start speaking for myself. I have been to pretty much every PodCamp, even the one in Boston when it started. So I've put myself into PodCamp probably f- pretty much all the time. Now, what I haven't done as much as other people is actually give up and talk about what I know. Uh, I've done it twice, and usually it's about being prepared or coming ready to talk about things because a lot of the things that I want to talk about or share is a visual component that goes with it, and I need to gather content and slides. And um, usually I'm not really prepared for that. But I think for other people the accomplishments for part camp is basically helping Western Mass, primarily Western Mass, North Northern Connecticut, Eastern Connecticut, Western Connecticut, and also Southern Vermont and Southern New Hampshire a place to come together for technology. Conferences that is not expensive and it's a one day event and you can drive to it in the morning and drive home and you're done. So it's, you don't have to get a plane fare unless you're coming from very far away, but most people don't. By the way, I want to mention, we are the last pod camp around. There are no others. As last year, I think there was still one left in Connecticut and maybe I may be wrong, but I think that we are the last pod camp that's, that's left.
0: Any particular reason for it that you know of?
1: I don't know. I don't know the reason why we are the only ones that's, that's around. I do know what happened with the Boston one. The Boston one decided to fuse themselves with the Philadelphia one, and I think they had two, and I, I, I'm actually not looking at any notes. I'm trying to do this from memory, so I could be wrong. But they, I think they had two pod camps and then they folded and then it didn't happen anymore and I also heard there was one left in Connecticut and I think that they may have folded as well if it's not true that the last one in, in Connecticut has not folded then I apologize but I think I'm pretty confident that there's no others left around besides us and maybe the Connecticut one
0: So this means for people who are interested in learning and experience and exchange information with other people that are into the same field of interest. This is the only opportunity. Well, at least if not the only one of those few that are accessible, that are open and not specifically close to people who are into the industry like we will say, for example, the Public Radio Program Directors' Conferences or the um, Community Radio in Denver, that you have to be a member of those communities in order to attend to those conferences. So this this is a huge thing because right now I will say podcasting, even though it's been around for several years now, looks like it is becoming a new thing for many people that are beginning to understand its full potential and start Mm -hmm. using it. Mm -hmm. So being the only one around in this area, I believe makes it even more important and more relevant for people to learn and to get access on how to take full advantage of these technologies.
1: I agree. Uh, When I heard that it was the only one left, I was really surprised because I thought that this was a great model. One reason this does take volunteer and it does take Community being involved in making it work because there's no big organization making this happen. This is just the people who go to the, to the pod camp and work on it and make it happen. Uh, this year is being spearheaded by uh, a woman named of Amy Wolf who is taking it on. I think she took it on last year too, but I know she's definitely doing this year. I'm actually working with her Uh, we're going to actually, this year, this is the first time we're going to have water bottles. All the times we've had t-shirts. I think one year we had bags, but this year we're going to have water bottles, which I think is pretty awesome.
0: (laughs) Well, you you just mentioned uh, right now, possibly to talk about what all the type of activities happening in the cloud could be one of the biggest topics of discussion during the conference. Is there any other type of Expectations or? Well,
1: I I guess if I can go back in my memory banks to think about what has happened in the most recent past, I think what uh, happens is, for instance, last year a big talk was Facebook ads, how to use Facebook ads effectively, how to use Facebook ads in your business. Now, that is not so much social media, it's actually social media plus. It's the going into the back end of using social media to increase your revenue, as opposed to just using social media to pass information around. So there's always been this ROI of social media. You know, what is my money that I'm putting into social media that I get out of it? That actually understanding I got at PodCamp, that it's not about your ROI in an immediate way that it used to be, it's more of brand recognition and keeping yourself in the conversation because it is so loud now on the internet that if you aren't talking about yourself and your brand then are controlling it, someone else may do it. And I got that from PodCamp. And of course I could have gotten that uh, by reading something, but I got it from going to uh, one of the classes at PodCamp, which is about four years ago, I said, oh, this makes sense to do that. Some other things that uh, I remember in the past, there was a technology, Google Glass came out, and I think that the public didn't like it, and a lot of people didn't like it, but there was someone who came to PodCamp with a Google Glass, and he actually explained it and passed it around and showed it how it worked. So it was a gear or a tech talk that went on. Last year, there was a woman, I'm forgetting her name, I apologize, I forget her name, but she's also been to the pot camp a lot, and she bought those virtual glasses, and that was new. She had her own room set up, and she had the virtual glasses all set up, different types around. It was my first experience to actually picking up and putting on one of those virtual glasses and seeing how it works. And she was there explaining everything, how it works. She's It was the whole day. So it wasn't a one track thing. It was kind of in a room. and You would go in whenever you wanted to and then experience that. So it's kind of another way of tech being brought into PodCamp where it's not something you would actually see in the, in the well, you can go to Best Buy, but there's still no way of getting to know how it works in Best Buy. This is a great way of how to see how tech works. This also that happens and I suspect it will happen this year is a roundtable talk. So a roundtable talk would be four or five people getting up to talk about something in technology uh, or social media that we feel that needs to have a discussion. And we would discuss it about it. There's no outcomes or right or wrong in it. It's just a discussion. People can ask questions. The good thing about talking at podcamp is that you don't have to know everything because there's other people that may fill in. So if you can get stuff started, someone else can know some more and fill in what you don't know, which is a great thing.
0: And that also creates a great connection. I believe is the best way to networking and possibly create some collaborative works with other people who are doing its own thing, maybe in its own regions, and this could create a strong network that could be a regional way to enhance the possibilities of utilizing podcasting and other type of utilization of the tools available for these purposes.
1: Right. I think one of the biggest things out of PodCamp is the networking that you get. It is kind of like a reunion if you've been going for a while because you get to see people. Uh, You may have well, not me, you do interact with them online and social media, but you actually don't really get to see them, or at least I don't really get to see them until I go back to PodCamp again, and then I see them, and then we catch up again in real life, um, which is always great. There's also things talked about in PodCamp about how to grow your business in a certain way. And the certain way could be different Things. For instance, there was one video I remember seeing. I don't remember seeing this talk. Oh, that's the other thing I should say. Uh, during the day, there's different sessions, but they are possibly there will be multiple sessions at one time. So you won't be able to see everything. But we actually created a new website this, this time around where we have put up recording of old sessions that you can actually go and see. I suspect we're going to get better and better at that as things go on by recording the sessions. Just as a side note, there's something called WordCamp. WordCamp is basically, it's more of a conference. It's not so much an on-conference. more of a conference for people using WordPress. And that happens all over the world in every country multiple times. As a matter of fact, this past weekend, it was WordCamp Atlanta. And I was going to go, but couldn't make it. But why I'm bringing this up is that there there is a husband and wife team who uh, go to the WordCamp, and they videotape every session, the one in New York and the one in Boston. And they used to come to the one at PodCamp and videotape ours. I'm not sure if they're going to come this year and videotape it, but that's one way of being able to see some sessions that you didn't see because you were interested in something else. Some of the sessions, there may only be two people in the class. In other sessions, it could be 20 people in the class. It just depends on what you feel like seeing. And the sessions just get kind of put up on the wall with sticky notes. And then you say, oh, this is what I want to go to. And that's how it works.
0: So basically, for whoever is interested in attending PodCamp, if you have something that you want to share, yeah, bring your ideas. If you want to learn about something, also bring your questions, because that wall is going to be the point of connection to exchange those interests who can talk about something that they know and can share with others. And if I want to learn about something that I have no idea, or I just have... A little bit of information, but I would like to know a little bit more, especially from people who actually experience it. This is the perfect opportunity for getting basic knowledge or professional level knowledge about social media, media production, media creation, advertisement. And I believe now that you mentioned uh, the inclusion of the use of tools and resources on the cloud, I guess one important component this year, it must be media literacy,
1: hmm. yeah.
0: which in this aspect, actually, I think I can bring a little bit of that awesome. myself as I'm going to be attending the pod camp. In order to talk about this, right now we are experiencing a really critical time about media literacy and the consequence of this is the fake news phenomenon. Right. Exactly. We need to talk about it. We need to know what to do.
1: Right. Right. And I I think that media literacy and having a voice to be able to, to listen critically is really important because you can't just put your head in the sand nowadays. You really have to have a discerning ear on what's being said. Along those lines, I think that what I would like to see is more high school and college kids actually coming to PodCamp and actually getting up and talking about what they know. Because I think that having kids confident and being able to express themselves in a way that they have a captive audience to listen to them, to talk about media, to talk about uh, being online, is great. I think a kid who wants to come and talk about video games is fine uh, because that is online world, for instance, I'm not sure if that um, online Second Life is still happening, but that's another talk I remember someone talking about at one of the podcasts, Second Life. What is it? How do you get involved in it? Is it worth it? Those kind of things.
0: Yeah, and actually if we move into something that is more current and active for many, many youth, especially kids, it is Minecraft, for example, to the point that actually Microsoft had to develop a new version of Minecraft for educational support at schools, which is a great tool for problem solving, teamwork, and of course, being creative, uh, building your own world and, and designing and thinking, what do you want to do in your own universe? So yeah, definitely, this is part of technology and education. That those are the ingredients for this podcamp.
1: Right. The other thing I remember, uh, someone come to podcamp is that she had an idea. She didn't really know. She didn't really have anyone to bounce the idea off of. She didn't really have a tribe, so to speak. So she brought her idea to podcamp and tossed it around, and people gave her ideas about what they thought, if they could help out, where did she go. So it's a great way to if you have some idea about how to do something, but don't know where to go. One of the things that we're lucky to have in Western Mass is a lot of people in tech, because a lot of people move here because it's so wonderful to live here. It's great as opposed to living in the cities. They don't need to go to work. They don't need to go to a job. They can work from home. So um, there are a lot of people in tech who actually do come to PodCamp.
0: And going back to, to this uh, new information that I didn't knew that this is now the only one remaining in, in the area makes me think about how the um, city of new york being the central hub for most of the podcast production in the country is something that is not really that productive because everything is being presented from the city's perspective mm-hmm. not being realistic with the situation of other cities other other communities that are nothing compared to the size or the situations that New York City has to live. And by having something happening here in the city of Holyoke and connecting with the realities and the way of living for all the communities around makes it even more meaningful and more powerful because we all connect with the situations that we are living and still being up to date with the use of technology in the same way a big city will do.
1: Yes, and I, I'm, I've just moved to Holyoke for about three years now. PodCamp has been in Holyoke for six years, which is awesome. We're lucky we have so many colleges are in this area, Western Massachusetts, and, uh, but PodCamp is in Holyoke and Holyoke Community College. It's a great setup. We've been using it. Well, actually, the first time it was at Open Square in Holyoke, and then it moved to Westfield State the next year, and then it moved to Holyoke Community College. So it's been there ever since. So I think that having it in Holyoke, having uh, the community here is, is wonderful. I wish more people knew about it. Uh, As I've been talking about PodCamp for about five years and a lot of people in the area still have not heard about it. And I I put that on us that we just haven't gotten the word out enough about what's happening. And by the way, it's happening April 1st and we're
0: still looking for sponsors. (laughs) So it's not just an event that is happening one day in terms of what happens afterwards. Yes everyone gathers and, and exchange information, but what happens afterwards should become actually the real work, following up and creating those uh, collaborations and those alliances, because that is what is gonna make more meaningful the work and the effort of, of this initiative, the the camp, especially being the one around for this area, being the ninth year for it to happen, It is for a reason i believe it is important and we we need to exactly spread the word and utilize it and basically own it yes
1: we definitely need to own it we need to grow it and and get more people to come to participate uh it's very it's not hard to produce and to make happen it just takes volunteers in a community to make it happen we do have Follow-up, well actually it's not more of a follow-up, it's more of a community, a Facebook community where there are questions, there are possibly collaborations. I don't always see them because, again, there's so many Facebook worlds out there. But I do see things throughout the year talking about someone asking the questions about technology or someone said something. Oh, I remember you said something about this at PodCamp. Could you remind me what that was? those kind of things that happens. I think that uh, going forward, PodCamp, I think this is a PodCamp reboot, so to speak. PodCamp has a new website. It actually has a new logo this time around, which it, it had one, but it, it, I think it's, it had its time, and it's refreshed now. So I would say that this is PodCamp Western Mass number nine reboot. <laughs>
0: So the PodCamp Western Mass 9 will take place this Saturday, April 1st, 2017 at the Kitteridge Business Center at the Holy Community College.
1: So you can order your tickets online if you go to um, a PodCampWesternMass.org website. You can order tickets from there. Oh, I just wanted to mention that uh, it starts off with a light breakfast. There's tracks. We also have lunch and then there's tracks after lunch, and then there's an after party. And the after party is sponsored by Ciderhouse House Media. They're also the ones that recreated a new website. Uh, I also want to talk about the, the weather. So PodCamp is always at this time of year, and it has happened where there has been snow. It hasn't been heavy snow. It has been light snow, but PodCamp is not canceled because of snow. It will happen no matter what we encourage people to get tickets ahead of time and not at the door although you can get them at the door uh, but we like to have tickets in advance so we can have a head count so we can order the food and make sure that we have enough food for everyone
0: so this is the pod western mass if you haven't had the opportunity of attending now you have it give yourself the chance because it is something really interesting and fun and productive not only because it is something that you could get unexpected, surprising knowledge, but also it is a good way to connect with the community and people that you possibly know already, but from a different perspective. Because right now to talk about technology and media and exchange of information, even though still it is a niche for people dedicated to this type of industry, but it's becoming now more and more something that we all must embrace. and We have this opportunity here in Holyoke, one of those great things that happens in the paper city. So let's take advantage of that. Uh, Kerry, something else you would like to add?
1: So, yeah, there is something I want to say. I want to say about the track. So there's usually three tracks going on at once. So between 9 and 12, there may be six talks that's happening. And uh, of course, if three are going on at once, you only can see two between the time it starts and lunchtime. And the same for after lunch. There may be an additional one because there may be more time after lunch. Also, there is a great way for networking and the networking really happens at the after party. That's where business cards are exchanged. That's where there's a little bit more things happening that you can actually talk about
0: well Kerry thank you so much for sharing this information about PodCamp and well for being involved I believe this is what makes possible this effort to be still active and constant and like you said it's a a reboot right now that is going to be of good impact for the community because it is the time for all of us to know more about all the possibilities that PodCamp is offering awesome thanks well, that was Kerry Baker talking to us about the podcast Western Mass in its ninth edition in this 2017 in our session of the Radio Plasma podcast. This episode was produced at the Plasma Media Lab at the Gandhara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Massachusetts. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Thank you for listening.